Our uh, scripture reading this afternoon is John chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 14. You can find that uh, in your bulletin. It'll also be projected above. You're welcome to follow along uh, as I read it. It's on page 9. John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The word of the Lord. The first uh, Christmas sermon of which we have record uh, was preached in 386 uh, by a man named St. John John Chrysostom, and uh, he preached it uh, at Antioch in Asia Minor. It was actually his uh, first year of ordained ministry. Uh, Chrysostom uh, later became the Bishop of Constantinople, and he's one of the the great doctors of the church. He was a fantastic preacher, Uh, and that's actually how he got his name. Chrysostom uh, means golden-tongued or golden-mouthed, which is a pretty great uh, nickname as a preacher, right? Um, And and this sermon uh, is a, a beautiful sermon that is incredibly rich theologically. It deals with the, the, the depth uh, and the mystery of the incarnation. But at the same time, uh, it, you also hear Chrysostom's personal wonder at the mystery and the glory of the incarnation. And so uh, what I want to do this afternoon is something that uh, I've never done before. Uh, I want to share on, uh, his Christmas Day sermon uh, with us as our homily today. And I don't want you to try to take notes on this. Um, You can go find this online afterwards, and you can meditate on it then. But right now, what I want you to do is I want you to try to to hear this together. And I'm going to ask in a moment for God's Spirit to to help us behold the, the mystery and the glory and the wonder of the incarnation of Jesus for us. So with that, let me, uh, let me ask God to draw near. Father, we ask now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts together would be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. We pray, Father, that your spirit would draw near to us and that we would behold our incarnate Lord Jesus in all of his beauty and in all of his glory, for we pray it all in his name. Amen. Behold, a new and wondrous mystery My ears resound to the shepherd's song, piping no soft melody, but chanting full forth a heavenly hymn. The angels sing, 
The archangels blend their voice in harmony. The cherubim hymn their joyful praise. The seraphim exult his glory. All join to praise this holy feast, beholding the Godhead here on earth and man in heaven. He who is above, now for our redemption, dwells here below. And he that was lowly is by divine mercy raised. Bethlehem this day resembles heaven, hearing from the stars the singing of angelic voices, and in the place of the sun enfolds within itself on every side the sun of justice. And ask not how, for where God wills, the order of nature yields. For he willed, he had the power, he descended, he redeemed. All things yielded in obedience to God. This day, he who is, is born. And he who is, becomes what he was not. For when he was God, he became man, yet not departing from the Godhead that is his. Nor yet by any loss of divinity became he man, nor through increase became he God from man. But being the word, he became flesh. His nature, because of impassibility, remaining unchanged. And so the kings have come. And they have seen the heavenly king that has come upon the earth, not bringing with him angels, nor archangels, nor thrones, nor dominations, nor powers, nor principalities, but treading a new and solitary path. He has come forth from a virgin's womb. And behold, kings have come that they might adore the heavenly king of glory. Soldiers, that they they might serve the leader of the hosts of heaven. Women, that they might adore him who was born of a woman so that he might change the pains of childbirth into joy. Virgins, to the son of the virgin. Infants, that they may adore him who became a little child so that out of the mouth of infants he might perfect praise. Children, to the child who raised up martyrs through the rage of Herod. Men, to him who became man, that he might heal the miseries of his servants. Shepherds, to the good shepherd who has laid down his life for his sheep. Priests, to him who has become a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. Servants, to him who took upon himself the form of a servant, that he might bless our servitude with the reward of freedom. Fishermen, to him who from amongst fishermen chose fishers of men. Publicans, to him who from amongst them named a chosen evangelist. Sinful women, to him who exposed his feet to the tears of the repentant. And that I may embrace them all together, all sinners have come, that they may look upon the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Since therefore all rejoice, I too desire to rejoice, to share the choral dance, to celebrate the festival. But I take my part not plucking the harp, nor with the music of the pipes, nor holding a torch, but holding in my arms the cradle of Christ. For this is all my hope, this my life, this my salvation, this my pipe, my harp, and bearing it I come. And having from its power received the gift of speech, I too with the angels sing. Glory to God in the highest, and with the shepherds, and on earth peace to men of goodwill. What shall I say to you? 
What shall I tell you? I behold a mother who has brought forth. I see a child come to this light by birth. The manner of his, his conception I cannot comprehend. Nature here rested while the will of God labored. Oh, ineffable grace, the only begotten who is before all ages, who cannot be touched or perceived, who is simple without body, has now put on my body that is visible and liable to corruption. Christ, finding the body and soul of the virgin, builds for himself a living temple. And as he had willed, formed there a man from the virgin, and putting him on, this day came forth, unashamed of the lowliness of our nature. For it was to him no lowering to put on what he himself had made. Let that handiwork be forever glorified, which became the cloak of its own creator. For as in the first creation of flesh, man could not be made before the clay had come into his hand, so neither could this corruptible body be glorified until it had become the garment of its maker. What shall I say? How shall I describe his birth to you? For this wonder fills me with astonishment. The ancient of days has become an infant. He who sits upon the sublime and heavenly throne now lies in a manger. And he who cannot be touched, who is simple, without complexity and incorporeal, now lies subject to the hands of men. He who has broken the bonds of sinners is now bound by an infant's bands. But he has decreed that shame shall become honor, infamy be clothed with glory, total humiliation the measure of his goodness. Come then, let us observe the feast. Truly wondrous is the whole chronicle of the nativity. For this day, the ancient slavery is ended. The devil confounded, the demons take to flight. The power of death is broken, paradise is unlocked. The curse is taken away, sin is removed from us, error driven out, truth has been brought back. The speech of kindliness diffused and spreads on every side. A heavenly way of life has been implanted on the earth. Angels communicate with men without fear, and men now hold speech with angels. Why is this? Because God is now on earth, and man in heaven. On every side, all things commingle. Though being the impassable word, he became flesh that he might dwell among us. He became flesh. He did not become God. He was God. Wherefore, he became flesh so that he whom heaven did not contain, a manger would on this day receive. He was placed in a manger so that he, by whom all things are nourished, may receive an infant's food from his virgin mother. So the creator of all things, as an infant at the breast, nestles in the virgin's arms, that the magi more, may more easily see him. Since this day, the magi too have come and made a beginning of withstanding tyranny, and the heavens give glory as the Lord is revealed by a star. To him, then, who out of confusion has wrought a clear path, to Christ, the Father, and to the Holy Spirit, we offer all praise, now and forever. Amen. And pray. Oh, Father, we stand before you in awe. 
in awe of the gift of your Son, our incarnate Lord, God made flesh. We thank you, Lord, for the life that is ours in him. We thank you that he is our Lord and our Savior. We pray that we would continue to celebrate him, to celebrate this feast, and to behold him in all of his glory and in all of his beauty. For we pray all in his name. Amen.